BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm a senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, what a difference 24 hours makes. Yesterday morning, uh, the Saquon Barkley situation, if you want to call it a situation, was kind of hovering over the Giants. Um, Training camp was (laughs) upon us. And then 24 hours later, Barkley is signed to a one-year deal where he gets some guaranteed money. The Giants lock up their franchise left tackle for the next five years. And, uh, you know, based on the tweets I read from you today, Chris, training camp was a smashing success on all on all counts. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Waller, Jones, all of it. I'll, I'll let you go into it because you were there and reporting live. But, um, man, what a difference 24 hours makes, dude, no? Yeah, I guess we could talk about the uh... – Saquon's situation first, right? Yeah. I mean, from looked like he was going to hold out of camp. Who knows what he was going to do the regular season, the whole deal. Until, uh, until he, all of a sudden he signs his franchise tag. Out of nowhere. Makes a little more money. It looks like he could make a little more money out of it. Yeah. And there he was today running around, you know, doing his thing. Was something nobody really expected. But, you know, Joe Shane and his agent from CAA, Ed Berry, kept – Working at it hard, you know, they didn't just stop talks after the deadline. They kept working on a deal to get him in. And uh, they got it done. You know, uh, now, look, is Saquon happy about this deal? No, I think it's safe to say he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be. He'll be playing this year, obviously, but probably not a happy camper. All right. Um, We all know we wanted an extension. We wanted more money and all that. So, Uh, but Joe Shane got it done. Uh, And then, obviously, the next bombshell was I was on the way to the facility this morning and you just see Andrew Thomas getting his huge Huge. contract extension monster monster deal something that they would talk a little bit earlier on after the season whatever it was and then Andrew said today that they it picked up after OTAs they really started you know negotiating pretty hard and they got that done and so Joe Shane and the giant John Mara and Tish, he's gonna be spending a lot of money, boy. They spent a lot of money this whole season. Yeah. But Jones, Dex, Andrew kicks in next year, I believe. But uh, you know, and Saquon's tag and all that stuff, and then the free agent signings, a lot of money. Um, but I, I tell you, Jerry, you know, it went from Saquon, you know, like we're all prepared to go in today, and obviously Dable and Shane was they were up first. Yeah. Um and then obviously the players afterwards, was, you know, and everybody was expecting to hear about nothing but Saquon Barkley, right? Oh, what, you know, what's going to happen now? Are you expecting to hold on? And then 
it was amazing, man. It's just like a cloud is just lifted, yeah. you know, and it's from this organization, man, because um, I went from that to obviously, you know, Shane about it today and all that, but that's going to be it now, right? I mean, that's going to be it now. Saquon, um, he didn't speak today. Um, he might speak tomorrow. So he'll get up there, you know, and he'll give his answers. And, when, you know, you're happy, this and that, and he'll say what he has to say. And and that'll be it. You know, and that's going to be it. And because he signed, there's nothing else that's going to happen. You know, he's going to be playing and all that. So um, it's not something you want kind of, you know, just hovering around. Like I said, you know, the whole, I asked Daniel Jones about it today. And you can kind of see the relief in his face too a little bit. Like, yeah, no, you know, we're happy he's here. Yeah. It's got to be a big relief, Jerry, to the players, too, because they were going to be asked about it left and right. You know, especially Daniel. Daniel's like one of his best friends and, you know, and all that stuff. So not, a, you know, they asked about it a little bit today. Obviously, people asked. I asked, you know, all that stuff. And now it's going to be put to bed. As soon as Saquon speaks to the media after that, it'll be put to bed. And it's, and it's like I said yesterday on Twitter, it's all football now. You know, it's all football. When it first happened, Chris, I had to look because I, I swear I thought it was a burner account. I'm like, this can't be real. When it first came out yesterday, and then I had the check mark next to Rappaport, and I looked, I'm like, oh my God, this is a million of followers, whatever he has. I mean, this is real. It was that out of nowhere. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. And then today with Thomas, it's just amazing, dude. We were talking about it last podcast, Chris. Like, if you're a kid coming out of high school, you know, trained to be a left tackle, right? Trained to be a quarterback, trained to be an edge rusher, because <laughs> it's, you know, 20 million a year, like 67 million guaranteed, I think, in, in Thomas's contract. Yeah. Uh, or, you know what, guys, trained to be a, be a basketball player because, Brown uh, for the Celtics got 300 million. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I'm thinking Barkley's like a premier player in his position, but it is what it is. It's the running back position. But um, you could sense even the videos that were going around on Twitter, at least, Chris. And, and then uh, what you saw, just the, the mood at camp is just such a good one right now. Like that being yeah. done, everything, and the Giants being back. And, you know, the comments when Dable was, came out, he's like a rock star, man. Like you could just you had to see what he left. You had to see what he left. Right. Yeah. Yeah, talk they about it. They, start, they started chanting, Brian Dable. You know, like at the Ranger game yeah, or something like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, and he's up, you know, he's in the middle of the field clapping, egging, the, egging uh, all the fans on. And yeah. he's like a rock star right now. You know, he really is. Like you said, he's like a rock star, you know. And, and that's that was the environment today, man. It was pretty loud crowd, you know, big crowd. Um, and, you know, it's it's great, you know, especially with, you know, when the, the Saquon deal got done. And, um, and then obviously, like a little – Little like cherry on the on the on the cake, right? Uh, the, the Andrew Thomas man, a little topping, right? <laughs> so here you go. Here's your cherry too, if you like cherries, you know. And here's Andrew Thomas, you know. So I mean, just a great feeling around this organization. Because he's 24 years old. Like I don't know why it was yeah. what I thought there, but I saw that. I'm like, oh my god, he's only he's yeah. a baby still, baby. coming into his prime. Right. So he's going to be one of the top paid, I think second highest, whatever Most it is. Most guaranteed, I think, but second highest. Most guaranteed, yeah. I think second highest per year, whatever yeah. it is, something like that. And, uh, you know. And deserving. And, no Giant fan was like, wow, you overpaid there. Everyone's like, thank God. Thank God they got it done. Yeah, you want that left tackle. <laughs> and, you know, he showed last year he is that left tackle. Um, he was he was great last year, and, and he was rewarded. Look, Jerry, you know, they could have just let him play out his fifth-year option next year. Yeah. Right? But wanted to get this guy locked up. Yep. They wanted this guy here until 2029. You know, this that's what they that's what these guys do, man. I mean, there's so many players locked up, yeah. you know. And um you, you got to credit Shane, you, you know, a lot of people wondered if he was going to do it before the season with Thomas, you know. And then like I said, Thomas came out today and said that it, the negotiations heated up after OTAs, yeah. you know. Yeah. So Joe wanted this done before camp. 
you know, both sides wanted it, wanted it done. Um, like, you know, somebody asked a pretty good question. Hey, did you ever think about maybe not accepting anything, having a real good fifth year and yeah, then making even more money? Yeah, you know? right, right, right. And Andrew was just like, no, it was right for me and my family. You know, I wanted to, wanted to be here. The money was great. Obviously, the money's great. And the time was now, and I wanted to do it, yeah. you know? Um, so that's, that's, that, that was big, man. You know, you, you look at two, you look at the offensive line right now, you got one guy making the big money, right? Big money now. Next year, obviously. Actually, yeah, next sure. year, making the big money. Yep. And then you got a rookie at right tackle. You got a rookie at center, you know? So you got two guys on rookie deals. Yeah, right. Andrew's, Andrew's playing this year, basically, on his rookie deal, whatever. You know, still on his rookie deal, and then that mm-hmm. money kicks in down the road next year and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, you got that offensive line, they're young. You know, you got them on the contract. They're not making big bucks for two of the guys. You know, I know, I know, Glowinski got that no, I get it. deal. Yeah, and uh, potentially is- potentially three if Azudu make you know wins the exactly. job. Exactly, it could be three guys on rookie contracts. Yeah. you know, so that's 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 you know, salary cap wise, it's important. You know, it's that's nice. It's nice. You know, so uh, congratulations, to Andrew. I told him after. When he walked off the podium, I got him on the side, and I was like, "Dude, you know, well deserved, man. Congratulations!" You know, oh, nice. I, I mentioned this before on this podcast. I mentioned, you know, me and Andrew were talking last year in the locker room. If, for people who don't remember or didn't actually hear me say this, you know, uh, me and Andrew were talking in his locker room last year. Just you know, me and him on the side, and talking about his ankle. You know, talking about his health, yeah. his injuries the first few years, and. And he told me, man, he was like, man, I was never really healthy, but that's no excuse. He said, no excuses. If I'm out there, I got to play. Right? play well, you know? Yeah. And last year was really, Jerry, the first year he really felt pretty healthy, you know? And I think we all saw the result of that, right? So Unbelievable, big money man. for him. Yeah. 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 I think he's only behind Laramie Tun- Tunzel now of the, yeah. the Texans pay-wise, you know? Yeah. So. So that nucleus is signed. I mean, the, the next guy, you have to think, Xavier McKinney, right? He's like, all right, what am I getting, right? Because they didn't sign Love, and they, 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 you know, we all knew what happened there with Rosenhaus. But he's the next one in line, right? And and you'll we'll probably lock him up. Based, and I don't know if they would do that sooner than later. I don't know how that works, if they would wait mm-hmm. to the end of the year. But um, Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the, the, look, we talked about it before, man. Gettleman did not do a lot of things well, right? He, free agents were a disaster. So, you know, salary – Salary cap was out of control. Shane is getting it under control, but you got a lot of guys now with second contracts, right? We talked about this before. Dexter Lawrence, <laughs> you know, Andrew Thomas. You got to give him some credit, right? He was a good scout. Dave Gettleman could scout. And the guys he brought in are now getting second contracts. Daniel Jones, Barkley, you know, even if it was a one-year deal, but there's a lot of guys now. There's a nucleus here that you're building around. I just did. Slayton. Slayton, Slayton. right. Slayton's another one. That counts, yeah. O'Shane Zimmons, I guess, right? Well, Leo over here. Right, right. Shane's in it, sort of. <laughs> so, you know, he, he could scout. He brought these guys in. He drafted them. Um, but, dude, having Shane do all this, get everything under control, mm-hmm. I, tough. as a fan, I could not be happier right now with what Joe yeah. Shane's doing, Chris. I mean, I woke yeah. up yesterday, saw that. I woke up yesterday, like, what's the surprise tomorrow that Joe Shane's going to give all of us? Something yeah. else? Yeah, you, you're waiting for, like, a McKinney news. Now, right. right. Is McKinney news <laughs> dropping tomorrow? I don't know. Right. And then right. you hear about Waller in practice. Jones, what a what a practice! Waller was on. Unco- right. Waller was literally on. Yeah, tell me, today. tell me about it. Tell in the high it. red, he was literally uncovable. Yeah, he really was. It's, you know? it's ridiculous. It's it's going to be insane with these guys. You could and you could get uh, you know you could get a feel of what they want to do in the red zone. Yeah, you know? and I'm telling you right now, dude. Um, Daniel Bellinger is going to be a big factor in the red zone too. Okay, 
Because what's going to happen, Jerry, is that you know you're going to be forced to call, double Waller a lot of times down in the red zone, right? And they're going to forget about Bellinger. You single up on Bellinger, you know, and Bellinger's going to get his touches down there. They go, you know, look, Waller's going to get his touches and he's going to get his touchdowns. Don't get me wrong, but Brian Dable and Mike Kafka are so smart. They're going to use Waller as a decoy a lot, and they're going to look for Bellinger. Oh my God. I can just see it already. I can't wait. I cannot I can wait. Just, Chris. I could just see yeah. it already. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Will it be a situation, so, too, where Waller is heavily involved and all of a sudden Bellinger in the second half, that kind of thing? Or like you just. No, look, look, he's going to get the targets. You yeah. know, I'm just saying about as far as down in that red zone area, which we saw today. They were just basically in the red zone, sevens and eleven yeah. drills, you know, uh, mostly sevens today. It was a little elevens. But, um, but you could just see that um, at times, yeah. you know, Wallet is going to be used yeah. at a decoy, right. you know, and they're going to go to Bellinger, yep. you know, yeah, um, because, you know, they're going to have to defenses obviously have to pay attention to Walla because Jerry, uh, I mean, one-on-one matchup. He's uncovered, right? In a high red or even a low red or on a 20, you know, 25, whatever it might be, you know, right around the red zone area or in the red zone. Yeah. And Jerry, just one-on-one matchup Walla is going to be. It's so difficult. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You see him today, McKinney on him, and Bobby Okurike gave it a shot. And these are these know. are good names. These are big names now, right? These are good. This isn't, yeah. you know, our linebackers from the past or a, a, a you know, a pickup safety. I mean, this is McKinney yeah. and Okurike. And, and, and his first touchdown of the day, I counted three. I believe he wound up at three while, you know, in the sevens drills, <laughs> 11. But his first touchdown today, there was two guys hanging all over. Yeah. And he, you know, he caught it. Like this, if I could see me now, right? On YouTube, everybody could see me. He, caught, he went like this with his hands, he juggled and came down with it. But two guys draped all over, right? You know right, I mean? right, right. So, point being is that, you know, he could make contested catches too, while as we've seen, yeah, over the years with the Raiders, you know. Um, and he, you know, it was just unfair at times, dude. I gotta be honest with you, it was like watching Waller matched up one on one, it was just unfair. I mean, it was, you just couldn't cover him. The Giants so, cover so him. too fast for linebackers, too big for safeties, kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Or too fast for everybody. (laughs) You know, look, defenses like you know, like they've done in the past, gonna have to match up corners on them. You know, guys that are fast slots, whatever it might be. You know, linebackers when they have fast, whoever might have a fast linebacker. But the thing, even with linebackers, yeah, Jerry, is that you know, even if you got a six four guy who can run a little bit, he's six six Waller. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like he's a six three tight end, six four. Right. You're okay. You're you're kind of matched up size wise against so and so. So, you know, he's six six. Right. Even that, you know, a, a linebacker that's pretty big that can run. Even that, yeah, he has the advantage. Right. And he goes up and gets it. You know, and and I think the the, the fans today in the stands, it, it was just a buzz. Like, and you could just hear people behind me, behind me saying. Oh my God! Well, you know, you know something I've been talking about on the podcast. You know, wait till people see this dude up close. You know what I mean? Right. And people today, well, I hear people behind me going, you know, oh man, well, I can't believe how high he jumps. I, I can't believe oh, the, one, the one picture. Behind. The one picture looked like he was in the sky. How high he yeah. was? That was ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, you know, he's just he's a matchup nightmare for teams, which which is on his resume. We all know that, you know. But he's healthy this year, and he's going to be the focal point of his offense, no question about it. Um, and Daniel, look, Daniel, um, really liked the way he he was zipping the ball around today. I thought he looked really well, uh, really, really good. You know, throwing the ball, liked the way he looked. Yeah. Had a pretty pretty sharp day. And uh, and a couple of nice catches. You know, the offense definitely got the better of the defense today, but it's, it's day one. You know, it's just day one. Um, but nice, some nice catches. Saquon, 
the kid Ford Wheaton had a nice catch in the back of the end zone. How he looked? You know, uh, uh, he had the one catch in the back yeah. of the end zone. Okay. How, um, how fast is Jalen Hyatt, Chris? He's pretty fast, man. He had a little toss sweep today. Yeah, that went for a touchdown. And um, look, he's gonna be working slowly. I think he, he left today a little heat, a uh, little heat dehydration. He, he dehydrated a little bit. Okay, today. he got to leave a little bit early, but he's all right. He's fine. But um, look, he's gonna be worked in slowly, Jerry. Yeah. you know. And uh, I'm gonna say this again. He's not a number one pick. He's a number three pick. Yeah. You know, right. and they have receivers. They're at Walla. Yep. And, you know, Hyatt is a guy that's going to be worked in during games. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's going to get his reps, and he's going to be using specific plays probably, you know. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be a guy out there at 50 snaps, like Slayton, you know, whatever it might be. Isaiah Hodges, by the way, had a great move today on the Kid Banks. Um, and But when he's in there, he's going to have to be accounted for because, because of his speed. Yeah. And you're going to see him with the little, you know, the toss sweeps. You're going to see him with the go routes. And and that's the way he's going to be, you know, he's going to be worked in slowly, but he's going to get worked in. And by game four or five, he'll be, you know, he'll be ready to roll. And he to use the word, but little gadget plays at first, you think, or no? I think it'll be in the mix, but he's just not going to be a gadget no, right, guy. Right, right, But at you first, know? yeah. But you have to look for that, like he did today, a little toss sweep in front, you know. Yeah. A little toss sweep, a little toss jet today yeah. that went for a touchdown. It would have been a touchdown, you know. Guys aren't fighting off blocks either, but you know, just yeah, for right. training cramp practice sure. purposes. You know, he went for a touchdown. Um, you know, and you that's gonna be part of the package with him. Yeah. But not like some guy's gonna come in, okay, well, you're only gonna look for a little, you know, you know, like a toy, you know, uh, uh option play, whatever the hell it might be, you know what I mean? Or a jet sweep, you know. No, I mean they're gonna be using him in routes and all the stuff, but that's part that's gonna be part of it because he's so fast, Jerry. You want to get the ball in his hands too. Yeah. Because you know, he's a type of guy. Jalen Hyatt, that if you do a little jet with him, a uh, sweep, and one that first guy misses, mm-hmm. right? He could go 40 yards down the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, and right. flash because yeah. he's so damn fast. You yeah. know, so. so I was going to ask you last year, you know, Wink Martindale threw everything at Daniel Jones, and it was, well, it was it looked like a struggle early on. And, and you, you were yeah. reporting that every day. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Now, I know it's one practice, but well, do you think. Like, why did Jones look so good? Is he just more comfortable in the offense, more weapons, or or was did Martindale dial it back? I'm just curious what your thoughts are there. Yeah, there wasn't much. You know, it was seven. It was seven on sevens. He didn't see much blitzing and stuff like that. Okay. But, but you know, Daniel knows where every what what where everybody's supposed to be. Yeah. He's comfortable in the offense. Yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, yeah. Look. Uh, and look, Jerry, uh, you know, he's got a guy down wall. And, you know, I've been saying this for weeks now. He's never had a guy like this. Yeah, right, right, right. Never had a guy like this. Yep. You know, and he looked like he was enjoying himself today, Daniel with Darren. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, you know, he looked like Daniel was just, oh, let's have some fun out there, you know, with, with Wall, you know, touchdown, 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 you know. Um, so, yeah, he's never had a guy like this, man. Uh, it's just a major weapon. This guy's a major weapon, man, when healthy. So yeah, I mean, it's every. I guess it's everything too, right? It's the contract. It's the second year in Kafka's offense. It's it's getting Waller. I mean, um, you know, he was like you said, he was accurate, and I, I, I can't wait to see how this progresses. And I think he can be a top ten, top five quarterback. I really do. I think if the line top holds five. up, I'm saying it. I'll say it, man. I think if the line holds up, you know, I just it's a feeling I have with the. The way this organization is headed, it's just, it's everything. It's it's the way everything's under control. It's it's Dable st- the stability of a of a of a great or very good head coach, right? Coming back mm-hmm. and same offense, same defense, and talk about we retained our offensive defensive coordinators and added weapons and 
it's just a different feel right now. There, last year it was kind of like, oh, we'll see what we we'll see what no, we got. We didn't here. know. Yeah, right? sure, right. But we didn't know. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. You know, coming back with those two coordinators is huge. Yeah. Huge. Biggest acquisitions almost were the keeping your coordinators. <laughs> right. That as was much huge. as we love Waller and Okereke, it's like oh, we kept our coordinators, you know, and and and, and very good ones, you know. Exactly. Good stability exactly. and yeah, you went from I'm not, not I didn't mean to pick on him, but you went from Jason Garrett to Mike Kafka. Like that is you you can almost you can't even quantify that. Yeah. So Kafka with that nice Kansas City influence a little bit you know what i mean yeah. bringing some stuff over here you know right uh you know mike mike learned from one of the best to ever do it yeah you know and that, and that was big yeah. that that was big you, know, you see that influence you can't see influence you saw it last year at times and you're going to see it again this year yeah you know um so yeah look uh a good first day for the offense um they'll probably put the pads on probably probably next week monday or something yeah. um and when they go in 11s you know when they go in the 11s with the pads, that's where you'll see more wink dialing up stuff, yeah, you know, okay. and all that. Yeah. Um, Before we go on, Chris, we're just to take a break, guys. For those of you, we're going to try YouTube today. So hopefully, this is on YouTube either today or tomorrow. So for those of you seeing this, there's no no real break. It's just I'm taking a break, guys. We'll be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back, folks. You listen to the Giant Insider podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the Biz, Bizignano, and Jerry Foley. All right, dude, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, put on we'll the pants like, in the next week and all. Put on the pants yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah, and that's when they start, you know, getting a little more fit. I tell you, um, not physical, but a little chippy this at times. Going at it a little bit. Yeah. Even with the no pads on today, first day of price, you guys out there anxious to get out there. Yeah. Anxious to move around a little bit, you know, get some coverage. You know. You went muted. Not sure why. I didn't mute you. It was good to see. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, um, trying to think of some else. Some yeah. Know, what anything else jump out at you? You know, like what else did you notice? Like, uh, I mean, again, it's day one, but like, how how yeah. banks look? Banks, banks, and again, I know the starting okay. lineups are going to change, but banks with the ones, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jason Pinnock was with the ones, yeah. not Bobby McCain. Yeah. Um, Schmitz was with the twos. Uh, Dave's went with um, Brennison at center and Izidu. Izidu, Izidu at left guard. I hope I'm saying that right. Izidu, Izidu. I don't know. People are saying Chris. It sounds like this. I think it's. I think it's a Zudu. I think Izudu. Okay, there yeah. you go. Izudu yeah. at left guard. Yeah. Um, but things change all the time. Guys are in and out. You know, uh, Andrew Thomas. I think is going to be a left tackle. I think that's one thing that we're pretty sure on. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. You know. Look. One. One interesting. One interesting. Um, competition. Uh, Varian Beavers was with the ones at first, and then McFadden jumped in next to Curry. Okay, but one interesting camp battle is going to be who's going to play behind Saquon. You know, who's going to get? It's going to be Brito Gray and all that stuff. You know, yeah. and um, you know, I was talking with Brandon London. You know, you're a former Giant, and he works for the Giants and all that stuff. And we were talking today. With, he goes, you know, I'm really looking forward to this Eric Gray guy. You know, I'm going to see if he could be that guy behind Saquon. But blah, blah, blah. and I said, yeah. I said, well, you know, Dable's going to really. Dable likes him a lot. So one thing is that, you know, he, he's got real good hands out of the backfield, you know. Mm-hmm. And Brandon was like, uh, oh, I didn't know that, you know, but, but whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like a prophet, Jerry. No, no sooner, like 10 <laughs> seconds later, Gray made a nice catch in the backfield. And nice. I was like, Brandon, see what I'm, you see what I mean? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, Brandon. <laughs> and, and London, you know, Brandon was right. like, that, that'll win your job. You know, that'll win your that wins jobs. You know, that, that tough catch like that, because it was kind of a tough, it was back behind him a little bit. Yeah. And Gray made a nice grab. You know, and um, 
But that's going to be interesting. Breida Gray, who gets you know, Brightwell, who gets who gets those snaps behind Saquon? You know. Yeah, I still. And obviously, I still think, guy, I think Breida is the Breida is the uh, the change of pace guy on third down. I, I think the bulk of the the, the next the, the person who would get the most sec- carry or second most carries would be Gray. I would imagine, but who knows? But. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how camp progresses. Train, you know, preseason games and all that. Yeah, you know. Um, but so but look, Saquon was out there. Um, made a great catch today back in the end zone. Real nice catch from Daniel. Yeah, saw that. Um, looked like he was loose. Looked like he was having some fun. Um, it is what it is, Jerry. Like Saquon said, it is what it is. Now, you know, look, Joe Shane could have just told his agent and told Saquon, "You're getting the franchise tag, and that's it." Yeah. Either sign it or you're going to hold out, whatever you're going to do. But that's, but you know, there's just too much respect here. There's too much respect with this organization and Saquon Barkley. Well, Chris, come on, he didn't get the money he wanted. So look, this is the running back position. You you could argue both sides of this. Oh, shame. They should have paid Saquon more. He's a face of this and that. Okay, whatever. Yeah. You could say that. And I'm not going to argue that. Right. But at the same time, you know, there's just too much respect and too much. You know, I hate to say love, but they love. They, I'm gonna say it, they love Saquon. Yeah, right. So he is the. I'm sure. Know, I'm sure Mara loves him. Uh, oh, he absolutely right. loves him. You know, um, and he just wanted to put a little more thing. You know, to try to get him in. Look, we're gonna. You know, let's get this incentive out there. Let's get this signing bonus up front. He makes this money up front really quick. Yeah. And all that. We're gonna try to do a little bit more than just a ten point one. Hey, sign the tag or else. Right. They could have did that. Yeah. I think the last guy to get Jerry, the last guy to get a franchise tag, a little bit yeah. of a little bit of a like a sweeter pot, you could say, a little bonus. Was Edwin James? Yeah, two thousand five. That's crazy. So what I'm saying is that right. you know it's, this isn't something that's done all the time. Yeah. Right. So they tag him. That was their option. CBA players certified the CBA contract. And all, this is what they negotiated. Yeah. And I get it. There's arguments on both sides. I, I understand that fully. But the Giants, you know, okay, let's get this guy's money up. Let's get him in here. Like Joe reached out to his age and said, "Let's, what can we do? Let's get him in here, you right, know? Right. All right, let, well, you know what? Let's try to do this, Joe. And, he, and you saw what happened. Some playoff bonus if he makes this. Um, they gave him a little uh, guarantee money up front quick. Yeah. But he got that fast. He's going to get that fast. And Saquon agreed to it. Like I said, Jerry, there was no way Saquon was holding out for the regular season. Now, I did think he was going to hold out of camp for a while. Yeah. You know, but there was no way he was holding out. But uh, when I, uh, when I, you know, when I say things like as far as Saquon or somebody else, I'm not just saying Adam. I, you know why? Yeah, right. When I say Saquon, it absolutely murders him to miss a practice. That it kills him to miss an OTA practice. He just loves, loves it. So he must have sat down with his agent and said, "Listen, it is what it is. Try to do a little bit here, here, and there." He did. And Saquon says, "Well, you know what." I, I think we could do special things here. Uh, I'm going to get my butt in. You know, I'm going to get my butt in. I'm going to sign it because I'm signing anyway. I'm not missing the regular season. And that's why, you know, that's why I was saying that. Like, I put it on Twitter the other day, and uh, Carl Banks was talking about it on his podcast with, yep, with, Papa. Pop, yep. with Bob Papa. Yeah. You know, and, and and basically that's what I was saying, too. It's like there's just no point, Jerry. You're not sending a message to the Giants right. because you're playing on the tag. Right. You can't make $15 million out of nowhere. Right. You can't negotiate a long-term deal. So, you, you, you know, if you were going to sit out for all the camp, you're only hurting the team. And I understand this was his option. I, don't get me wrong. But it is what it is. You weren't getting more money. What was the – there would be no point, Jerry, of doing that. Right. None. Right. 
because uh, unless you're planning on holding out regular season games, which I don't, like I said, no way Saquon was doing that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I guess he cooler heads prevailed after the deadline and Saquon decided to do this. So. And everyone wins here, right? Saquon got a little more money. Shane got a deal that he's very, obviously very comfortable with. Giant fans get their guy. It's just, it, it's a, you don't think, I don't think there would be hard feelings. I, I don't know, but you know, I, I you know, no. you, you saw Saquon today, right? Like he was yeah. playing well on, on the field and, you know, yeah. I guess you'll what, talk to him tomorrow probably? I think he might come out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, he might. Yeah. He might call. Jerry, I'm just going to, I'm just going to disagree with okay. one, one thing. Um, I don't think Saquon looks at it as a win. Okay. But you don't think, do you think there's hard feelings though? Maybe. I, okay. That's I fine. think this, look, Saquon's going to play and he's not going to dog it. We all know that. Right. He's going to play his butt off. Right. He's playing his butt off today in practice. Right. right? But Jerry, to think that Saquon is happy now, this is not the contract he wanted. Dude. Yeah, right. He wanted more. Right. You know, so it look, it's a win for Joe Shane and the Giants organization. No question about it. But I don't think if you had Barkley on his podcast right now, and I invited him. <laughs> but if you had Barkley on his podcast right now, I don't think he would say, oh, no, yeah, it was a win for me, too, because he wanted more money. Jerry. And is there, is there a little bitterness, Jerry? A little animosity? I'm sure there is. Now, I, I'm not saying this for fact. I'm not saying yeah, I can right. talk to one on the side. He told me that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I could just... You could just trust me. I think I'm pretty sure Saquon's not a happy camper. He wanted more. It's funny. He did what he had to do under the CBA. He got his butt in and all. Back in the day, you know, when running backs get a thousand yards, they'd buy their linemen, you know, whatever. Flat screen TVs, Louis Vuitton luggage. I think Curtis Martin bought them once. If Saquon gets, you know, a thousand yards <laughs> this year, his linemen should turn around and pay him or give, get him a gift just because, they're, you know, a lot of the linemen are going to be making more money eventually. It's just a, a higher paying position. So, you know, it's just funny that dynamic now. And I, he got towards the top of what he could get as a running back. It is, I, like you said, it is what it is. I, I don't know. Well, you know. Well, look, Jerry, and it had to be a little bit of a. St- yeah, you know, a little bit of a stinger today to Saquon went on a oh, same day Andrew Thomas. Yeah, right. But it is what it is in this league. Left tackles, Left tackle. quarterbacks, wide right. receivers now, wide receivers now. Right. And now right. defensive linemen, of course, edge guys. Right. You know, defensive line, they're going to get big bucks. Kayvon Thibodeau in four years is going to get a monster contract if he you works know. out, dude. And, you know, you know, Andrew Thomas, it's like, it's the blind side. Who do you thank for that? God and Lawrence Taylor. That's why Andrew Thomas got the contract you know it, it's sure it's, it's when a, you get your left tackle you lock him up protect your quarterback you know? you know that's what the texas did with tenzel you know that's what the buccaneers with worfs you know when you get your stud guy well, versus right tackle but he, i think yeah, he might be playing left yeah. but when you get your stud tackle you're locking him up bro yeah you know you're not gonna lose him yeah. you know because yeah. they don't grow on trees I'm, I'm talking about stud left tackle not just serviceable right. left tackle i'm talking about stud left tackles right. you know they don't grow on trees and the giants feel they have one of the best. Hey, he played like one of the a top three tackle last year. He played like a top three offensive tackle and a left tackle, blindside tackle on top of it. Right, that. right. You know, you got to you got to remember Trishan over there in Tampa Bay. He's great tackle, right. but he was a right tackle. Right. He's not even a blindside tackle. Yep. You know, um, so that blindside tackle is even bigger, man. When you get that guy, you know, sure. um, and he was a top three guy last year, Andrew. Top three tackle last year in the NFL. Absolutely. Man, and and, and a, <laughs> Joe locked him up. Yeah, so smart move. Um, so what was it like being back there, seeing all the a uh, lot of Twitter followers too? No. Yeah, yeah. I saw some. I saw New York Revival guys. Yeah. You know, saw a few other people. Um, 
Yeah, it's good to see. It was, it was, it was a crowd. It was a lot of people there, man. Yeah. A lot of people, you know. Yeah. It was good to see uh, a lot of people excited, bro. A lot of people excited. What was uh, what was Dable doing? Anything worth mentioning? Like, uh, was he demonstrative? Was he yelling, or just more just you know, first day of practice, just kind of easing into it? Oh no, no, yeah, no, he doesn't ease into anything. That guy, he you know, yelling at times, you know, yeah. move along, you know. Uh, I just thought it was great with the fans when he left with the clapping, you know, yeah, yeah, pointing at the fans, clapping, you know, people chanting his name and the yeah. whole deal, you know. So, uh, like you said earlier, you know, he's. Dave's like, you know, he's got the glasses on. You know, Dave's, you know, his head's all tanned up a little bit now for the Su- golf course. Surprised he didn't come out with like a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Or like he was I've finishing seen... it and just flicked it as he walked yeah, onto the field. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no. I've seen Dave smoke all the cigars away, though. Not, never on the field. I see him, right. I saw him in the park a lot yeah. and all that. He likes to get those cigars there, but no, not on the field. But I'm waiting for, <laughs> that would be funny if he ever did do that, though. Yeah. I like, like, light went up in front of everybody at the end of a practice, something like that. You know, I can see Dave's doing that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, Jerry, you know, he's, Dave's got the look. He's uh, got the glasses, and, you know, and he's, uh, right now, he's uh, rock star status. Uh, we all know how quickly that could change in New oh, York yeah. area, but right now he yeah. is a rock star status. Absolutely. He's coach of the year, bro, right? Coach of the year. Coach of the year. And, and Jerry, you look, you look at this conference, man, and there's no reason why this team can't get back in the playoffs. None. Yeah, that's know? that's the expectation. Just get back. No one's thinking division. Um, they're thinking just get back to the playoffs. Or try to overtake Dallas this year. That's I think that's the goal. I mean, the, the goal is obviously always the Super Bowl, but the realistic goal is to overtake the Cowboys. That's what I think. That would be my yeah, goal. And they're going to get a crack at that, right? Right out of the gate. Yep. Right out of the gate. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, you know, I was talking with a few people today. Well, look at the NFC. It's like, man, there's no reason why the Giants, you know, if the Eagles play really well, they win at the which is a lot of people are predicting, you know, including myself right now. And, yeah, sure. You know, but there's no reason why the Giants can't be a wild card again. And the NFC is not stacked, you know, like the AFC is. No, it's know? not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't even know why we're even playing this season. I mean, the, I think they should just give the put the Lombardi Trophy up in Florham Park. There it is. Jersey. I knew it. Along Florham Park, you know, to the Jets. I don't even know why we're even playing this season. I really don't. Yeah, so I mean, uh, it's a foregone conclusion. Just, we should just pack it in and just say, okay, we'll see everybody in twenty twenty four. We just crowned the Jets Super Bowl champions. You know, so. <laughs> knew exactly where that was going because I. It's the same. <laughs> I way. can't help myself. No, I, know. <laughs> I can't help myself. It's so ridiculous. Listen, oh my god, reading this stuff, it's just insane. When Jets will, but they're excited. I get it, but. We'll see you in January, you know. Actually, we'll see them in uh, what is it, November, January, October, right? October. It's October 29th, I think. Yeah, because the yeah. the next one o'clock home game is the 22nd against the Commanders, and then the 29th is the then, is the Jets. Is that the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. October, right? In October. So, uh, but hey, I I kind of like it in a way, dude. Um, usually, you know, the Giants are the focus, right? Yeah. Football world. Love right? when the Jets are the focus. Love it. But all the focus, the cameras, hard knocks, everything is going to be over there in Florham Park. Go ahead. When Aaron Rodgers today, he took a two-year deal. Rodgers, he's taking way less money. And, yep. you know, uh, it looks like he's going to play two years over here with the Jets until some spirit tells him, no, no only one year, Mr. Rodgers. Okay. Oh. Right. You know, right. Right. <laughs> you never know what he's going to do after the season, Rodgers, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but, but look, <laughs> the pressure's on all those guys and Jets world, man. Yeah. You know? Um, and the focus is off the Giants a little bit. Now, look, the focus has been on because of Saquon, right? Yeah. And so no, a lot not- of media, a lot of focus, you know, NFL never. What are the Giants going to do with Saquon? Is he going to hold out? But that's gone now. Right yeah. now, Saquon's in. Everybody's in. Um, it, it rem- now, yeah, look, the, yeah. the focus was on the Jets in, in 2010 and 2011, right? When, when Rex Ryan came to town. I loved it. You're like, yeah. yeah, let's fly under the radar. Please, Thank you. Thank you, Jets. 
I yeah. much rather have I it that I way. I'm sure, the Mariners, I... I'm sure the Mariners would rather have it that way too. Yes, they do. They Yes. If I remember right, I think, uh, I think the Giants won a Super Bowl in 2011. Exactly. There it is. Right. Yes. So, um, Dick to Cruz. So, hey, listen, the pressure's on over there. The focus is going to be over there. All the media, a lot of the media is going to be over there watching Rodgers throw a little flat pass and everybody's saying, oh my God, look at that pass in a flat to Michael Carter. Oh, I didn't know Rodgers could do that. Oh my God, incredible. You know, so yeah, all that stuff. So, um, hey, good luck to them, but the pressure's on them. Speaking of the Jets, I'm going to ask you a question. You usually you don't usually care about this stuff, but I'm going to ask it anyway. The Jets are going back to their retro uniforms for a couple of games. I actually think they're nice. I couldn't. I was going down. I couldn't come up with one uniform change from the '80s to now that has gotten better. Not a single team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean none of them. Not one. The, yeah, the Broncos the being the better. worst, probably. The what? The Broncos being the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. when they came out, you were like, what the hell are they doing? They look unfinished. I I, you're right, bro. It never really gets better. It never does. It's every time they go retro, it's like, oh, I love those uniforms. Every time. Just go back. Yep. Just go back to them, right? <laughs> because, you know what? The NFL knows that they, they're going to do the, the, the reverse retro games. You're going to buy three jerseys now. You're going to have home away and the reverse retro. If you go back, there's no reason to buy the other ones now. So, yeah. But whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's all money, Jerry. You know that. It's not an important (laughs) question, but I was just thinking about it. Like, I couldn't think of one. I mean, every single time a team comes out, Seahawks, Oilers, or uh, Titans are bringing, they're wearing the Oilers uniforms. Like, every one of them was like, oh my God, those are beautiful. Right? Every one. Me too. I look at them and go, oh, look at the Oilers uniforms. They're great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Um, Before we get to, before we take a break in questions, anything else you want to talk about from camp today? Anything else that jumped out at you? Um, I know it's one day, but look, everybody's excited. So even if you said like, oh, my God, the way Barkley was drinking his water, he just had a look, look in his eyes today, man. He was thirsty, but he wasn't that thirsty. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I like the kid, Greg. Um, yeah. The kid, Javarius Owens, went down. He, he got banged up a little bit. He got back up. He was all right. The other kid, high, like I said, got dehydrated a little bit. Um, you know what? Yeah. You know what but, I missed? I almost missed this. Uh, there were a couple cuts, too. Couple cuts and pup moves yeah. as well. Yeah, we should talk moves. about that too. The Ellison Smith, uh, that's gone. It's over. The Ellison Smith era, the dream of Ellison. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really shocked, but I guess I was a little surprised at some of the pup moves. I, I'm, I am surprised Sterling Shepard was put on pup just because I thought he was going to make the team or not, and then um, he went to pup, which is probably why they signed Cole Beasley. We should talk about that too a little. Uh, signing Cole Beasley and um, Aaron Robinson on pup, like. What is he doing? And not to be, you know, like. Well, they're, they're still they're still not back for the injuries, Jerry. No, I know, but like Aaron Robinson, like I just that was a surprise to me. Like he's still not back from. Okay, I I don't know. I, I was a little surprised by that one. That's all. So. No, I mean, you know, he's look, Jerry. He could be activated tomorrow. Okay. You know, like Shep. I mean, I don't expect Shep to be on a pup list long. I really oh, okay, don't. all right. So they're not going to be on for an extended period of time then. I wouldn't expect Shep okay. or Aaron Robinson. Or there was one other, I think McKethan might be. Yeah, McKethan one. was another one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't expect those guys to be on long. Okay. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of guys around the league that go on a pup list, and then a week later they're activated. You All know? right. You know, like Shep, uh, Wandell's a guy I don't expect. Right. right no, now. we we talked about that November injury. Yeah, Absolutely, I, take your time. I don't man. expect. I you know I I think you look at him, look at September to see where he's at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But Shep, like I reported, I, I don't expect Shep to be on a pup long. Okay. Uh, I don't expect Aaron Robinson to be on a pump long. Right. Now, I'm not quite sure Aaron Robinson is going to be on his team, Jerry. Right, right. Final 53. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. 
Uh, no, that would, that'd be a third and I'm a fourth. That would be, no, I'm saying that would be a third and a fourth rounder cut. Yeah. Jerry, thing. I got to be honest with you, dude. I thought maybe Beavis was going to start on a pump. Yeah. You know, uh, and no, he was a full go. So that's great news. Yeah. Yeah. That's great news because he's coming off a serious injury. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, so I was glad to see him not go on the pup list at the beginning of camp. Uh, oh, da- Davidson was the other one. That was that was kind of expected too. Yeah, DJ is another kid I expect to see pretty soon. Okay, you know, um, just it's just guys that are not right, not quite there yet. Yeah. That should be soon. You right. know, so you put them on the pup, um, and, and like I just uh, and McKethan, like I said, I saw him working on the side. I don't think he's very long for the pup either. I could be wrong with that, but he doesn't look like he's very long. Okay, all right for the pup list, you know. So. Jerry, for the guys that are on the pup list, um, the one guy who I do not expect is now. I could be wrong in this. I don't. I don't. I fully. You know, I got to look at him doing camps. See what he's doing on his side. Yeah. You know, but the one guy I don't expect uh, before the end of camp is Wandell. Yeah. You know. Wandell. Right. But right. but but <laughs> I said that with Shep last year. Yeah. You know, and then I started watching. I'm like, whoa, he's coming back. You know what I mean? So <laughs> let's see how it plays out. It's not even August yet. All right. Let's see how it plays out with Wandell Robinson too. Um, what do you think of the signing of Cole Beasley? Look good today, bro. Yeah. And from what I understand, um, somebody told me today, hey, this is just like, you know, let's get another guy in a roster competition types. They they think the beginning of the year Cole Beasley's gonna be a factor. Oh, if Cole Beasley could score a touchdown against Dallas month at that opening night, man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you know, Brian Dave. <laughs> or just get a first um, down, something. Yeah, and I tell you, man, you know, watching him today against Donnie Hope. Hold on. Let me go to my notes here, Jerry. Hold oh, on. Nice. There you go. I think it was Donnie Holmes. Yeah. Uh, Beasley beat Joe. I think it was Holmes. Oh, Holmes, yes. Um, sorry. I got to go to my notes there. So, um, and and watching Beasley today, I thought still had some moves going on. You know, still had some moves going on. Um, uh, and Brian Dable uh, loves him. Yeah. Loves Cole Beasley. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry, you know, I was... When they signed him, I said, oh, all right, another roster guy in there, another slot guy, you know, yeah. let's see. They throw him in there, let's get some combo <laughs> competition. Let's see if he could. And then I'm hearing today, it's like, well, you know, don't, don't think it's just, just like, you know, okay, let's get you know, get some more competition out there. You know, no, no, you know, Dable's looking at Beasley like, this kid, this, this kid, this guy's a veteran. This veteran, this guy's going to help us. You know, he's going to be a part of this. So, you know, Beasley's a guy that is a very good chance of making his 53, dude. Good. And not only that, being a little bit of a factor at the beginning of this season nice. in this offense. Well, he's a guy that he's going to run every route correctly, and he's going to be a guy – I think he's going to be very reliable for Jones at the very least. right? He'd be a, a very reliable guy. He's got good hands, and he's going to know the offense. So, Oh, he knows the offense. Right. You can see it already. Right. You know, you know, but, and, Jerry, you know, he's a guy that moves the sticks. Yeah. Yep. Third and five. Third and six. So annoying when four. he was with Dallas, dude. He was such right? an annoying player. Could, like you could – so he's a guy that – Moves the sticks, Jerry. Yeah. All right, we're going to go to a guy. Let's get a third and five play. Bro, you know, busy in that slot. Get him matched up one-on-one. Yeah. Six-yard reception. Yep. Third and seven. Uh, third and six, a seven-yard reception. Right. That's the way they're looking at Beasley. You know, yeah. guy moves the sticks. You know, he moves this. And, you know, last year we saw so many drives like that, right? Jerry, six first downs on, on a drive. So, you know, not a big play offense. Now, that should change a, a lot this year, big yeah. play-wise. They're, they're going to look... They're going to look to get Daniel more downfield, more down, not just those six yard average catches, reception, not getting out of his hands. They're going to be looking to strike more downfield. Right? So they have exciting. the weapons, they have the speed. Yeah. But the bottom line is you still got to move the sticks, right? Because when it's third and five and you're throwing a 25 yard pass, the completion percentage goes way down, right? Yeah, right. And then when you have a guy like Beasley, he knows how to get open, knows how to move the stick, you know, it's, and he, and he does. 
Yeah. Does he still have anything left in the legs? Well, we'll see, man. But watching him today, didn't look like it didn't look like some old tomato out there running around just for you know, you know, one of the ninety on a on a roster that ain't gonna be here in September. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll tell you that right now. So we'll see. Awesome. All right, guys, we're gonna take another break. Be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz, biz Ignano and Jerry Foley. Anything else before I get the questions, dude? No, that's it. You know, we'll back <clears throat> next few days, training camp next yeah. week. Pads will be on next week. And uh, and things are getting heating up. The weather's supposed to be really heating up the next Ooh, few days. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that's what training camp's all about, right? Friday, Saturday, man. It's supposed to be real hot. I think tomorrow's supposed to be like 94, too. Is it really? So, oh, awesome. Yeah, I think so. So, But it's 10 o'clock practice, so by the time it really boils up, we'll be the hell out of there. <laughs> Before we become skirt steaks, <laughs> right. you know, you know, on the sidelines, uh, we should be out of there. And then I think, what, Saturday is nighttime, right? Saturday night practice? Am I Friday night is night. Friday, okay. All right. Saturday, they're off. Oh, okay. All right. Good. There you go. All right, dude. We'll go to the first one here. First one up. Um, <laughs> Rich Redman, after seeing Barkley and Thomas signing, what was your happy ritual? Was it a dance? I bet it was a dance. Uh, total fist pumps, buddy. Total fist pumps, Rich. Just elation. I was with a friend today uh, when Thomas was signed, high-fived. And, you know, we're, we're with um, non-Giant fans who are just looking at us like, okay, enough. I'm like, yeah, you don't even know who Andrew Thomas is, dude. You know how big this is. Um, so, yeah, just just high-fives and fist pumps, bud. No dancing. Dancing is when you when you beat Philly. That's when you dance. Uh, let's see. We haven't danced in a while. I know. <laughs> we have to start <laughs> dancing again, baby. Um, all right. The fan. Great podcast. Love every second of your coverage. Now that Thomas is signed, Barkley's back in the fold. What's the next move by our brilliant GM? My hope would be adding a linebacker to the core, but we need Nostradamus, a.k.a. Biz's input. Be well and thanks for all you do. What's the next move he does, Chris? I think he'll be looking for, he'll be looking for that veteran linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Here's a good one. Godfather of Brooklyn. Hey, Jerry and Chris, what are your guys' top five football movies of all time? Here are mine in order. One, Remember the Titans. Two, Rudy. Three, Friday Night Lights. Four, Any Given Sunday. Five, The Program. Then he gives honorable mentions mm. to Brian's song, Longest Yard, The Express, Waterboy, and We Are Marshall. Uh, for me, it's Rudy, one. Yeah. Rudy, and yeah. I would put Brian's song up at two. I wouldn't give that an honorable mention. Brian's song is a, you know, it's older, but it's a great movie. Uh, but I'll tell you what, a tearjerker. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, dude. You know what was in the tearjerker? Friday Night Lights when um when Miles blows out his knee and realizes he can't play anymore, and he cries in the car to his to his uh, uncle. To, I, that's hard to watch, man. You know, you know what's funny, Jerry? I, I wasn't a big fan of the movie. Me neither. But, right, but the, but the, show the series like, yeah. I absolutely loved. Right, right. I absolutely loved the series. Right. You know. Right. But, I uh, wasn't a big fan of the movie. The movie was it was a little over the top, but the part where Miles yeah, blows yeah, out his knee yeah. and he cries in the car, realizing that right, it's all over. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, so hard you to know, watch. You know, it's you know funny, Jerry. Like, um, unlike baseball, which has about three or four classic movies, right? Um, football doesn't have really classic. You know why, dude? But, I'll tell you. Know? I'll tell you why. Because it's always unrealistic. The hits are over the top. Guys flipping in the air all the time. The action on the field, other than Rudy, the action on the field usually stinks when I watch it. I don't know what it what it is. Yeah, you're right. It's like it, you, Hollywood just can't get that down. You know? Right. The program, <laughs> I think, is so over the top. And like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. So, but Rudy, you don't know the name. Yeah, I mean, even though it was like you know total complete friction, basically most of it. But I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. Even Joe Montana says, "No, we never carry some guy." <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. something like that. But anyway, no, it was a great story. 
it's Notre Dame. But, but I'll say, if you don't cry when he gets the sack at the end, you're not human. I mean, come on. And when he gets the sack at the when they play that movie, that movie's a lot. It's on often on the Wednesday or th- or uh, before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving. I don't know. It's just the feel in the air when he gets that sack, man. Oh my God, love it. Uh, well, you kind of answered this already, Chris. Who has a better chance to make the roster, Donnie Holmes or Cole Beasley? Keep up the great work, fellas. Cole Beasley. You know, Holmes was with the ones today, and you know, Holmes and Flatwood came in with, with the twos, and yeah, you know, we'll see, man. We'll see if Holmes has a strong camp. You know, yeah. I know I put him out there as a guy who could be in trouble, but um, we'll see. He was, you know, running around out there today with the ones. Uh, I don't. I'm not a big Donnie Holmes fan. Me personally, I want to see Flock get in there. Same here. I've seen yeah. it's almost like with Holmes, like I've seen enough. Let me see what Flot has, kind of thing. I've seen enough with Holmes. Yeah, you know what? Know what we've definitely seen enough of, Jerry, is uh, those yellow handkerchiefs. Yeah, penalties, absolutely. In the secondary, in a, on a third and seven. Yeah, you know, I'm done. I'm done looking at those situations. I, I'm kind of done with that. Yeah, I mean, the I Washington game, they could have called that at the end of the game. I remember. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> ah, Jerry should have been called. He mugged him. Should have been called. Should have been called. He, but, you know, guys go to jail for that. You know, so. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no more in New York, I don't think. But anyway, no, guys no. used to go to jail. No, they don't. No. Uh, funny. Alex at A underscore Amart, Amart 21. Oh, you'll love this guy, Chris. As a Sox and Giants fan, living in Bushwick. Living- yeah, there you go. There's another oh, here's another part. Called? Living in Bushwick. Living in Bushwick. Wow. I've always loved this podcast. And then he goes, and Jerry, too. Do you think the Red Sox... Other words, other words, Chris is the Red Sox fan, and you right, too. Yeah, yeah, you too, Jerry. You're cool. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> do you think the Red Sox finish ahead of the Skankies by the end of the year? He wrote it as Skankies. I do. Also, do you expect to see Waller in the backfield with Saquon this season? That would be cool. Yeah, look for, look for stuff like that. Look for those wrinkles. What's the, about the first question, though, Chris? Do you think the Sox finish ahead of the year? No. no, You I don't? No. Really? All right. Yeah. Wow. All right. Hmm. I guess you don't. <laughs> I just, I, I, you think the Sox are finished? I don't know. I hope so. I hope you're right, Jerry. I mean, you, you, I don't want to go into a baseball rant. Like, I, I'm, again, guys, for me, it's Giants, Rangers, Yankees, but I, I keep an eye on the Yankees. I don't understand why Aaron Boone is still the manager. Like, it's just, it's baffling. He just, because he blows great bubbles in the dark. I guess. You can't get rid of a guy like that. <laughs> My God. Uh, here we go from Nick at Nikolai Lorenz. What's more likely? Giants having a top 10 offense or a top five defense or both. Greetings from Germany. Love the pod. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for chiming mm-hmm. in from Germany. What do you think, Chris? Giants having a top five offense or a top five defense or both? Not both. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to go with both. Right. Um, top A top five defense or a top 10 offense? Yeah. Wow, that's a good question. I'm not going to go top five defense. So, if anything, I'll go with the top 10 offense. Which uh, I, agree. I don't know if they're going to get up to the top 10 either, but if I had to pick one, I would go with that. I agree with my statement before that Daniel Jones. Let's not forget. Top five you know, Jerry, we can't forget. They were, they were 27th, I think, in the league in defense last year. Yeah, right. So that'd be quite a jump up the top five. And, yeah. you know, so yeah. if anything, I know, the, I know the offense was in the 20s too, but yeah. if anything, I have to go with the offense in that one. Um, let's see. From Big Blue Train. I have a different question. The coach's bodyguard, the real big guy, I think his name was Mike. I don't see him anymore. I see a short, skinny guy with Dable. Did Mike Murphy retire? Do you know? Any idea? No, Mike's still around. Okay. Yeah, he's still around. Uh, Josh Stanton, Jerry, Chris, or Chris, Jerry. Which scenario is most likely to happen? One, the G-men dominate the Cowboys week one behind four total touchdowns from Daniel Jones. 
Aziz and Tibbs dominate week one, each have two sacks or three or three. The Mets go an incredible run, sneak into the playoffs. I'm laughing. Sneak into the playoffs and win the World Series. Hashtag best spot in Giants Nation. Oh, that last one was genius. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's happening. So we'll go with the Cal- uh, Giants one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll go with Dominic. A lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. Talk I'll go with G Man dominate week one. Uh, yes, I'm saying, yeah, definitely. Not over the Mets making a World Series. Yeah, but yeah. He, he split them up into two. I'm, I should have said that. He split oh, oh, so it was oh. four touchdowns from Jones or Aziz and Tibbs get two sacks each. Oh, okay. I'll go oh, with the Jones. Yeah, I don't know about the two me. sacks each. I'll go with the Jones. Me too. I agree. Yeah. I'm in. Um, speaking of the Mets, again, sorry, guys. I Whenever I meet like a Jets, Mets, Rangers fan, I ask them, like, from a sports perspective, how do you wake up in the morning? Like, it's just... Because the Rangers just, as much as I love the Rangers, it's so disappointing. The Jets haven't won in forever. The Mets, every year, everybody gets their hopes up, and they just come crashing down. It's got to be the worst trifecta of teams to root for. And I say that as a Ranger fan, like, ah, it's just, it's got to be tough, man. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jets, Mets, Rangers. Oh, my God. I know it's a lot of the baseball uh, slipping into these questions. And they're not good. The New York baseball is terrible this year. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of baseball in this uh... Mixed in with these Giants questions. I like it. Yeah, good stuff. No, it is a lot of frustration out there. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Mets and so they're getting it out on any podcast, whether it's yeah, football, so. basketball, soccer. Let's Watch this. I know Chris will go off on somebody. Yankees are the Mets, so let me get my frustrations out. Get it, Chris. Go off. <laughs> or he'll just say, Red Sox suck, and they'll just have you go off. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, well, I kind of asked that question already. Um, here we go. From Joseph Freer. He's got two good questions. Making the trek to Giants practice from Hartford, Connecticut on August 5th. Is it worth it to get there early for tailgating? Second question. If you get to interview, if you get one interview with either Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, or John Bonham, if he was alive, obviously, who do you choose? I was going to say the Bonham one might be hard. Hey, guys, I, why'd you leave out John Paul Jones? Everybody leaves out John Paul Jones, man. Poor, Come on. Poor JPJ. Always left Always. Out. So the first one, is it worth tailgating? Uh, I don't see people tail- tailgating. No, okay. usually people are waiting online for a while to get in. <laughs> okay, so I, would, I don't know. I, you know, there's not. It's not like it's the people out there tailgating. So I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't see it. Um, I don't. You know, I don't think that's worth tailgating. But that's your choice. You know, if you want to get there really early and cook it up, yeah. But yeah. Um, what was the other question? Who, who would you who interview out of? Uh, we'll, we'll throw in John Paul Jones too, just for the hell of it. But out of the members of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Who would this you... guys, this guy's changing around this guy's question. Yeah. All right, um, yeah. who would I interview? Yeah. Oh, it would have to be um, Robert. Yeah. Robert Plant. I would. I would have to be Robert Plant. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would go with Jimmy Page. That's interesting. Really. Yeah. Yeah. He's just such such an interesting guy. There's so many stories about him. I feel uh, there's a million questions I would have for Jimmy Page. So you would? Oh my God! Well, like, like what would be I would, your... the black magic stuff? I'd have to ask. Like, why did you move oh. into Alistair Crowley's house? Like, what were you? How yeah. many drugs were you on for that move? Like, well, that was uh, part of it. Bro. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone was a big part of his life. So. <laughs> and why didn't you? Here's one, guys. Why didn't you call John Paul Jones when you got together a few years back? Like, did you just get pissed off at him? Because John Paul Jones gets left out, man. He's a talented guy. Yeah. No, nah, he he. You know, John Paul Jones really wasn't interested anymore in that stuff. So. They, I know they reached out to him years, years ago about, it, and he was like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." You know, yeah. so he's one of those. He's, he's a, you know, he's pretty of a loner. Yeah, Paul Joe's always a kind of a loner. But like you said, you know, unfortunately, uh, 
you know, nobody really talks about him. You know? No, I know. He's the forgotten guy. I guess because he played bass, but he played everything. Guy well, could do he anything. Organ, he played everything, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> GPO Giants. How is Joe how is Joe Shane so good at his job? I know. I know, man. That is a great question because it's it's, it's so he's so great. This guy's he's you know, he's he's a he, he's he's as popular as Dable right now, you know. I mean, the job he's done, it's unbelievable. Um, I always like what you said about him. Don't mistake kindness for weakness. I keep thinking about that with all these negotiations, you know, but he's, he's doing the right thing. So. Yep. Like I said, Jerry, you know, um, with these contracts and stuff, he's, he, you know, he did a lot of them up in Buffalo. It wasn't just Brandon Bean. Bean did the big guys, you know, the big names and a lot of them also, you know, don't get me. He did most of them. Don't get me wrong. But Joe's got experience with that stuff. And, and obviously he was next to Bean for years. You know, he knows how to play the game. You know, of course, when you get in a hot seat, then you really see what you're made of, you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not a cop. This guy's name is for the love of God, skip over the Saquon questions. We did buddy. We did. Uh, Robert Ford shown has locked up a lot of Gettleman stars, but who would be your way too early prediction for, to be the first Shane draft pick to sign an extension. I'm going with Bellinger. Oh, I think it would be Thibodeau, Thibodeau or Neil. I think it's going to be those, one of those two. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yep. safe to say. All right. We'll go a couple more. Um, Mike Aquilino chiming in. Justin Tuck was a defensive end that could be moved inside in passing situations with mm -hmm. added quality defensive tackle depth. Can you see LW playing a similar role? Leonard Williams playing a similar role that is moving outside in passing situations when Wink needs a different look. Mike Aquilino, yeah. Well, he's done that, he's played the five technique before, yeah. Leonard Williams, yeah. you know, so. You know, Dex was born on the inside last year. Wink put him, you know, and Andre Patterson put him, you know, basically in that zero tech over the center and maybe at three at times. But no, Leo's played five before, you know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that won't be anything new to him. He, he has done that before, you know. But they, they play, these guys, they move all around with Wink, man, you know. So they move all around. We kind of uh, talked about this before, but I think it's worth reminding everyone. Um, Hunt for Five asks, how different is this culture around the building after Shane makes a football move compared to what Gettleman does? Like, is it just – can you feel that, Chris? Like, just the feeling around the building all the time? Um, As far as – he said, like well, when he made like Gettleman. Well, like when, when he signs it. Andrew Thomas, like is it like is it a palpable feeling? Like oh my god, look, he's taking care of his own kind of thing. Like you know, everyone the, yeah. is it a is it that kind of feel? Yeah, it's it, it's a feel of hey, this GM knows the basic the foundation of this team, yeah. and he's getting it done. Yeah, he, know, he follows not, he follows it. He's up. not fooling around getting it done. Yeah, he's getting it done, you know. He followed up with, I envision everyone cringing every time Gettleman made a ridiculous signing or an arrogant comment to the media, hashtag buffoon crew. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. What do you say to Kim Jones? Okay, darling. <laughs> no, yeah, look, Rome wasn't Dave, built in a day, darling. <laughs> Dave, Dave is a different, was a different guy than Joe Shane, you know. Yeah. Um, but Joe Shane, as you saw today, if you were watching the press today, you know, he's, when he has, when he's had enough of questions, he'll, he won't answer anymore. He was just like, oh, we got into that. I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Um, but you know, look, they're, they're two different personalities. Dave's had his own outgoing personality. He can become across as very arrogant at times. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And Joe never comes across as arrogant. Right. Never. Right. You know, right. Um, he just, you know, you can see at times he might get just a bit of like, he's had enough of those questions that he'll just like, kind of like, you know, okay, we answered that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dable, 
<laughs> Dable doesn't give you much, um, but uh, let's just say Dable is pretty funny when certain people ask questions. Dable kind of gives uh, a look. Maybe I'm maybe <laughs> who it is, but yeah, there's a few yeah. people yeah. that when they ask a question, uh, Dable just gives that look and short answer, and uh, he could be Dable. L- let me tell you something, Jerry. Table's a freaking blast. Yes. Yeah. He's a guy, Jerry, you just love to hang out with, man. He just he's a guy that just Yeah. You he'll make you laugh all night. Yeah. He's he's quite a character. And that media persona that he, you know, when he answers <laughs> his questions is not Brian Table at all. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like he just, you know, he's very like, you know, he's not gonna give you much of the media and you know, he's gonna but Brian Dable away from that microphone. Is a freaking blast. He, he, you know? Tell me if I'm wrong. He's got a Parcells quality that if he loses, it's a. I mean, it's. I guess it's like that with any coach, but with Parcells, when he would lose, I would be scared as someone in the media going to talk to him. Like I, I'd be, I'd, I'd be, I have to make sure every um, question's on point. Is Dable that way too? After no. a loss, no. No. Uh, look, he's he's very emotional. Yeah. And uh, last year, maybe once or twice, you could see he it was real close to. Yeah. Getting nasty. Right, right, or right, real right. close to giving like but Parcells, you remember Jerry Parcells used to come out with the arrogance. What kind of question is that? Yeah, you no, know, Parcells. Right. Like Dave's won't do that. Yeah. You know, um, yet. I mean, Dave's won't do that. He kind of, he he keeps it pretty even keel with yeah. the media as far as answers. Like, look, the after a loss, you know, um, and if you ask some questions that he thinks is kind of stupid, he comes close, you yeah. know, you can see. But then he catches himself. He doesn't want to do that. You know, he doesn't want to make anyone look bad. Parcells took pride in that. I mean, Parcells. Yeah. yeah, I remember one time he's like, he he called the media communist. Yeah, you know, he that's, why, like, that's, that's why, why you're a bunch of commies. Some, he said subversive what, from within. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember he was like, that's why you guys are communist. Like Dable's not going to do that. You know what I mean, there was only one Parcells. You know, you know, this, he just from Belichick. Yeah. You know, it was his own. You know, Belichick just gives you, <laughs> you know, if he thinks something stupid, he'll just give you a wise crack answer. But Dable's not like that. You know. Yeah. But. <laughs> I I I said this the days once. It's pretty funny, man. I was like, you know, he, you know, a lot of people accuse me of this, right, Jerry? Like, you'll say something to me, and I'll give you a look. I don't even know I'm doing it, mm-hmm. right? My wife say something to my friends. I'll be like, dude, you should have seen the look you just gave that dude. You know, uh, yeah. like, and I don't even realize it, right? I don't realize. It. I'm like, maybe I get a look. I look at this jackass. You know what I mean? And I'll look at you like, okay, guy. You know, and I won't say it. Mm-hmm. You know. Dave was a lot like that in yeah. a way. Like Dave, yeah. you could, <laughs> you could just read his eyes sometimes. And I, a couple of times last year, talking to him on the side, I was like, "Dude, your look." He goes, "What do you mean?" You know, I'm like, "Dude, your look is freaking hysterical at times." You know. Yeah. And he goes, "I, you mean I, I don't realize?" And he's like, "Like he didn't realize it either." You know. Yeah. But it is what it, like Saquon would say. It is. What it is. I'm, I'm, but he always has to keep a professional. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you one you gave once. It was the uh, the end of the year last year when you said, "Would you play? Would you play your starters against the Eagles?" And I said, "Yeah." And you said, "Why?" And you looked at me, and I was almost like, "Did I?" You're, I almost went, I don't "Okay." I don't remember. <laughs> It was like, <laughs> oh, it was, must have been the dumbest response ever, man. It was just like, oh, uh, well, 
Yeah, well, you know, I hate the Eagles. You're like, that's that's not a good reason. And I was like, you're right, Chris. I, you've, you've changed my mind on this one immediately. So it's pretty funny. I don't remember that, to be honest with you. But yeah, no, I remember it, yeah. Was Dave was like that at times. You, like, his eyes is freaking <laughs> funny, man. You could just see what he's, you know, his, uh, you could read what he's thinking a little bit. We'll go one more. Richard Savner. If Aziz and Kayvon Boat stay healthy this year, could the Giants have two guys with double-digit sack totals? Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Absolutely. Yes. I think absolutely. If they're healthy. I think this, I think absolutely. If they're happy, no, if they're healthy. You know, I, I, and Jerry, you know, and if you had a, you know, if you had to ask me right now, right? Hey, Chris, pick one of the two you think is going to get double set, uh, double digits, healthy 17 games. I'm going with Aziz over, over Thibodeau right now. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Based on, based on what he did last year, the five and a half yeah. sacks in seven games or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying Thibodeau can't get double. I'm just saying if you, if I had to pick one, yeah. Chris, both guys get 900 plus snaps, 17 games. Who are you going with? I'm going with Aziz. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, and I've mentioned this before, Aziz is a way better pure pass rusher than Thibodeau yeah. right now. Yep. Now, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, Agree. So. All right, dude. First day of camp in the books. Good stuff, man. It's great to be back. Thanks for the questions, everybody. But good news around Giants land. Let's keep that going. Um, good stuff, man. Awesome. To be awesome. I had to feel great to be back too. And with that Barkley stuff kind of out of the way. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank oh, God, Jerry. Yeah. God. Who the hell want to listen to that? And Every that day or... there'd be a question about it. And I honestly, Jerry, I thought it was going to be hovering for like till August 20. Yeah. Whatever the hell the last game is 26, whatever the hell right. the last game is, you know? So I really did. Yeah. I thought it was going to be hovering to that. Yeah. Good stuff, buddy. All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right. Let's see if this works. Sun oh, I'm talking about the video. Sundays are Giant Days, baby. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.